Check. Whiskey? Check. Whiskey with a Check. crab. Just the crab. We could only <laughs> afford one crab this week. <laughs> <laughs> but we did the other, get whiskey. The other crab is celebrity signing out this weekend. That's right. With <laughs> Snoop Dogg's DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does that stuff come up? I feel like Tay. I have no idea. That how, just always happens what with that Tay. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor's no the most versatile volleyball player <laughs> in the history in terms yeah. of like having played different types of volleyball, even ones that are barely considered volleyball. There's no way anyone's played more different games than him at a professional level. If you consider like a hundred bucks professional or something. Because he'll accept any amount of money, I feel like. At an event where cash is available to be won, yes. Taylor will be any there. Any cash event that <laughs> has a volleyball involved, he will be there. Which, it was crazy, because he's never played Calcutta, because that falls on Chicago yeah. weekend every year. I finally mm. crossed that one off the bucket list. It was nuts to see some of the numbers. Yep. He had two teams, I think uh, Barnett's kid, Reese, I think his team went for like 7,900. Really? And the next one was like 71. The pot was like 90 grand, right? Which is usually yeah. kind of... It's pretty... So 90 grand? Yeah, like winning yeah. team, I think, split 45-ish. But you split, the owner gets half, and then the team... The if, the team bu- if the team if buys they, in. Which they normally do. Which I think every team yeah. bought in. Oh, so that's they get a quarter crazy. of half the players. Which is still... So an eighth, yeah. Yeah. Who are the main bidders in that? Is that like Richard Jefferson and that crew? No, dude. This guy named Joe Lewis was just Joe bidding on bidding on everyone. <laughs> the boxer. <laughs> He's bidding on back. everyone. And I'm sitting there because it was my first one. So I was sitting there with Alex Amlon and Dylan Merrick. I'm like, is this normal for teams to be going for like seven thousand dollars? Like, oh yeah, this is like totally fine. Because huh. I guess last year Sean Cook went for like ten. But then the better you are as yeah. an A, the more you get saddled. <laughs> yep. Right. So yeah. you want to be like a good schmedium A. Yeah. Because the, then you get some help. The best schmedium who like had a bad performance last year, but is actually better than that. Yeah. That's who you want to be. Yeah. You got a sandbag one year, so then you come in the next year and you're a little bit low. Yeah. Got to play want, the long game. Yeah. That tall, like off the bench on a really good college team, Oppo kind of guy. Yeah. You know. I feel like that's that's your ringer. Yeah. Have you done any of the four stuff? I did Labor Day my first year, like when I was starting out. Yeah. And then I did the solstice uh, after we came back from right before the Tokyo Olympics. When okay. We were out. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna play. But we were solstice is twenty first, right? That's the that's the best one, like best party one. Yeah. That's the most fun. Um, and then I think I've done like one more, so three. Yeah. And fuds. Fuds. I'm ready for. <laughs> I can't wait for fall Dude, of 2024. Fuzz 2024 is going to be a be good a, one. Yeah. Because everyone's just going to be totally done. Yep. Like the Olympic burnout will be so real and everyone's just going to Early off season. Fuzz. When yep. is FUDS again? It'll be October. Yeah. And that's fours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one with the sick final you were saying, right? Yeah. Like huge yeah. crowd. Did Spring. you play? You played in it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. One. Played Trev in the finals. One. Yeah. yeah. Trev took me down in the finals in the fall and then I won in the spring. The oh, spring gets the biggest year. crowd. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard it's like pretty much the same, though. I think 
it's uh, like nothing like too different. Yeah, about like the it. vibe. He won, of the, he won the spring lines. He's like, yeah, yeah the spring's slightly better, bigger, yeah. bigger. <laughs> but the parties are all the same. Yeah, yeah, I heard, the, the parties are all the same, which are insane. Yeah, like no so way. many people, and they're doing it back to back nights for five straight nights. <laughs> it's 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 adult spring break. Dude. It's, it's wild. It's so insane, <laughs> and everyone's just having a great fucking time. Yeah, I just go uh, barbecue a trailer crab every night. Oh, trailer crab. <laughs> trailer crab. I dude. feel like, yeah. Trailer like crab. A good proper night out with that guy. Yep. You're going to be eating some frogs or something. <laughs> but it'll be some gator it'll be and a frogs. Good night. <laughs> dude, I love that he'll just be forever known as Trailer Crab. Oh, for dude. sure. We don't, what's his name again? <laughs> <laughs> JD. JD, a.k.a. the trailer crap. Trailer. I just forgot JD right away. Right when he said that. Once you get a good nickname, you're done. And he's the one who came up with it. (laughs) Or proclaimed it, at least. Well, we have uh, back-to-back Chicago champ guy. Shit. Yep. Congrats. Thank you. You you have a habit of winning the big ones. Gold, yeah, you know, just save up for the big ones. And I mean, even though there's only, what, seven events and half are the big ones so right it's, but that's true if you only have to peak for three you're peaking yeah, for three exactly i mean you look Makes at golf you, know, you got guys like yeah you only have four, four so yeah. that, same that with tennis behind. right yeah that's a good point also i was thinking it's wild to think that the crabs won uh four of seven yeah. events this year yeah so your parents wow. are like yeah, my this parents are nice. My parents are winning, that's for <laughs> sure. Auntie Paula, I got the recent follow on Twitter. She, yeah. From Auntie Paula, loved it. Yeah. Paula Pug, Paula Pug or something like that? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because after you won Chicago, uh, I'll get on in a second. After you won Chicago, I put up a tweet and I was like, is Trevor Crowd the most underrated player of this generation? And your mom replied, saw, she was like, I'm I a little it. biased, but yes. I didn't know she had Twitter <laughs> in the, until then. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. she's like slowly adding social social handles mm-hmm. yeah she's been commenting on mine for sure <laughs> yeah all, all super she, positive she loves all the like just commenting and everything. but then your cousin comes in hot sometimes which cousin or back in the day which oh, cousin oh gosh um god i'm blanking well i feel like every hawaiian has like oh, my 60 dad's cousins side? No, your mom's side. Oh, uh, Dane. I think I think it's probably Dane. Dane. I don't know. It's all handles. <laughs> yeah, but Dane's yeah. just like yeah. so pissed about the breakup. <laughs> it's probably Dane. And Auntie I think Debbie. it was Dane because he's. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, a different handle name. Yeah. Oh man, it was like, <laughs> bro, talk to Trev. <laughs> oh, but you got you got two wins this year. Yep. And obviously with you two splitting at the beginning of the year, what did you expect this year to look like coming into it? Because obviously it wasn't exactly what you expected back in December. Mm-hmm. Big change of pace. You have two wins. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think... At first, I was like kind of skeptical of, of Theo yeah. and knowing like like how motivated he was going to be. Um, but then, like obviously, him getting dumped too <laughs> gave him that extra motivation which he needs like him as a player everyone kind of knows that um when he's not as motivated he can be not nearly as good (laughs) just in general and he knows that too um so he's been motivated and he's been 
a lot better than years past. So I'm happy for that. Yeah. Do you remember when we had you on for the, the first time? And I know this because we put the book together. Let's see if I can find it, actually. Where this was when you were playing with Rosie. You had never played defense before. You and Rosie had, like, split a little. Mm. And you were like, yeah, I think I can make the Olympics as a defender. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I and think <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Let me see if I yeah, can have find you, have it. Have you read your part in our book? Not yet. yet. Not yet. Jeez, guy. Just been Your signing autographs. Just signing. Yeah. <laughs> it's been um, kind of fun to watch. People love this. Well, thing. it's kind of but crazy too, like seeing uh, your style on defense. Like you want to be, you like playing read defense like, for sure. And yeah. then Theo loves playing read blocking, yeah. or he has green light. So it's like double green light, guys. Yeah. And it, I didn't even, I never even thought about it before, but now seeing him, like, oh, these guys are built for each other, really. Yeah, I mean, and it's also crazy. Like my dad has always told us like the best way to play defense is for the blocker to get the hard driven and defender get the <laughs> shot and that's kind of what we've been doing majorly and Theo's obviously a great gets his hands in the right spot for the hard driven yeah. and I'm a little better just in general picking up shots yeah um, just like staying balanced and and waiting so yeah I mean it's it's been good for that for sure um, but obviously there's so many different styles of defense and like got a little rest. scoop in the finals. That was one leaning in there. No, I, I didn't lean. Oh. I fell. <laughs> I <just> fell. Timber <laughs> fell into that spot. Miles hit it right at me. And that was a hard that was like a bug a bug too. dig right yeah. there where he dives. Yeah, into it. yeah, and just throws his body. <laughs> a little McKibben scoop there. But, but here, here's what you said in 2017. He said last year I was getting some defensive reps behind Sean Rosenthal because he can do pretty much everything. But yeah, I definitely thought about playing defense. Definitely something I could see myself doing in the future. But it also comes down to you getting a blocker. And right now, I consider myself one of the better blockers out there. So you go to defense, you're competing with the good defenders for those few good blockers. It's definitely something that I could see myself doing. A little more split blocking. My goal for sure is the Olympics and obviously to medal in them. Gold medal, to be precise. <laughs> it's definitely something I see myself doing. And I can definitely see myself doing it as a blocker and potentially even down the road as a defender. So... Page 152, Playbook of Champions, Trevor Crab. There we go. Profit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Called it. No, but f I think, dude, for sure blocking is the hardest skill in volleyball. I've always thought that. Really? Yeah. Um, defense in general is, is so much easier um, just from my experience doing both. Um, maybe just because I'm a little undersized as a blocker, so it's, it's, it's tougher. But I've always thought that blocking is the toughest skill in volleyball. What do you think volleyball. makes blocking harder than defense? I mean, there's so many, like, factors you got to, like, read into. Like, you got to see the set, if it's off, if it's tight, if it drifts here, if it's drift, drifting there, if the hitter's going to hit or shoot. Because if he shoots, you're not really supposed to get that ball, right? He's The guy's trying to shoot over you. Right. Um, and even in general, the, the the hitter has the advantage every single time. So I think that's why. And you're like the first line of defense, technically. So the defender get, just gets the scraps in the back. Yeah. So that's but why. Do you think, and as competitive as you are, though, I feel like you like having control over the match as much as possible. And I think a blocker has more control over the match than defense. Because, as you mentioned, it's the first line of defense. Yeah, for sure. If, do you miss that at all? A little bit. I, I do miss, like, stuffing 
goofballs you know yeah, that's, i thought you're gonna that, drop a name no. <laughs> <laughs> I, for sure that's like i think one of the better feelings in in volleyball is to just stuff a guy you know and yeah scream at him right after <laughs> uh, yeah like versus you know getting a sick dig and then you gotta still transition it away which half your digs are shots so yeah like, you have plenty of time to drop a swap right in there thank you (laughs) well even when you were blocking though it seemed like shot blocking was a little more comfortable for you or just like the way that your brain processes yeah like you wanted to swat shots yep more so you definitely got your fair share of bounce blocks here and there but it seems like your brain's almost just wired for shots yeah i think just coming into that reading defense mind is just kind of waiting and seeing but like also like since i'm kind of undersized like penetrating and then guys can go like ot still hitting wise you know Mm -hmm. it's it's a little tougher um so then like delaying and waiting for that shot even if it's a pretty high shot sometimes if you delay it long enough like you can at least get a finger on it or something yeah um Hmm. yeah but you've, I think like you've made the perfect progression from blocker to defender because you guys split blocked for, I mean, what, four, five uh, years? Four almost five. Five. I think five, but it was like COVID. Four and a half, yeah. Kind of split in there. Yeah. I'm curious too, like, how's the physicality stuff? Because now I'm going back to blocking. I'm like, I got what I asked for. <laughs> like, I, I remember it being harder, but it is. How's that physically so I, feeling? Yeah, it's... It's weird because, like, I feel like as a blocker, you, you're you jumping more, but you're also, like, not running around as much. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's a little, like, take, like, give one, take one kind of thing. It like could depend if, on how the game is going, like, what kind of game you're playing, you know, if hitter versus yep. shooters. Yeah. Like, I've noticed, like, you can kind of, you could kind of take off some energy, like, as a as a blocker. Like, like I've noticed when I'm getting tired as a defender, like I'll start to stand up and then that really messes with our defense because I'm standing up and not being able to, to go places. Um, but as a blocker, you know, you're always kind of in that position. You're not, you don't have to maybe get so low on a block. Right. So you can kind of take a little something off on a play. Well, your blocker is, has the lowest load or the highest load. Actually, you and Theo have the highest, like, you don't get very. Oh, yeah. Your butts are like. Theo's like even. A foot. But he's even springier. He's like, so bing. He can fucking. Dude, yeah. Get crazy. up like yeah. nothing on It's the, crazy without, how fast he can get over the net. Without mm-hmm. like taking that load. Yeah, but my, I'm like touching the sand. He's like. Yeah. Two feet from he the sand. He just gets like a slight hinge and then. Poof, yeah. He's up. And then like just diving for balls. You're like tweaking different muscles there as opposed to just more jumping for as a blocker. So I think it's just kind of like they're both got their pros and cons for their taking energy out of you but once it takes it took me a while to kind of get the body adjusted to doing defense full-time for sure so anytime you're doing something new you're gonna be adjusting so yeah i feel like it's uh it's fun too to be in a new position and you're just learning so much new stuff i feel like you you keep doing that where you're like all right well i'm a career left side player now I'm going to play right side. Now I'm going to split block. Now I'm going to play defense. I think you've always yeah. just kept it super fresh and learning something new. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Which is like the best part, I think, about beach volleyball is you get to just do everything, you know, as a as a player. Left side, right side, defense, yeah. blocking. I feel like all that's... All the skills. Did you feel like that was kind of like 
part of our makeup growing up in terms of learning volleyball, like being from Hawaii. Obviously, it's a little different because yeah. your guys' dad is like so good and taught you guys specific stuff. But for me, it was like, like you're not really Hawaiian style volleyball player if you're like, I'm a good middle blocker and I block balls, you know, and that's it. <laughs> like, great, you do one thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's no, for sure. That's like, especially playing on the baby court, it was just like play every position and just. You know, and there's no set blocker or defender or left side, right side. Yeah. You're just, yeah. we're playing everything. Um, so that for sure helped in a great way, you know. Yeah. I feel like you would be, if there was a KOB tournament right now, you'd oh. be the number one draft pick. God, that's a great idea. Yeah. Sandcast KOB. I'm still a little yeah. upset that I lost that one during COVID. Oh. That was BS. Though. Oh, with Bug? And- yeah. Sorry about that. I had to come oh, back dude, and help <laughs> You beat you beat him and Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, yeah. Who was it? It was me. Who's and, your partner? Uh, oh my god, came came you came. <laughs> we smashed. Dude, you smashed yeah, him. Us. And then he took last and got booted. <laughs> yeah. But then Taylor got first choice, so he got. Or I wasn't allowed to to pick him because. We were. That was one of the rules. You said you, you can't play with your own partner. Yeah. Yeah. So Taylor got first choice, and then obviously picked him. And would you I have was, picked me though? I was stuck. Oh, I would have picked you over Stafford. I was stuck oh, with Stafford. Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stafford. Yeah. Oh, I would. But what was the game though? It was like twenty-two twenty or something. Close. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun. That was a good time. We gotta put another KOB Dude, on. Yeah, McKibbins need to do out. another one. Jesus. Maybe twenty twenty-four fall of next year. The Sand Kibben KOB. Sam Kibben. There we go. With whiskey. Invitational. With whiskey. I bet Bug will play. <laughs> Tay, we got whiskey yes. and 10 bucks on the line. I'm in. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I think we, how many? We had eight guys? Yeah. Two pools? Two pools of four. Top two. We could probably do a little. We could probably do like 16 this next time. Yeah. Dude, we should do like four pools. Oh, there's a lot of volleyball this year. We might be over it. But oh, I was yeah. going to say, there's no championship. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. championship. <laughs> Make up our own. Go find some sand in the desert out by Vegas and just <laughs> put it on. Yeah. I mean, or, I mean, why stray away from home base is 16th? Just stay no. home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, realistically, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where it's going to happen. Just stay where the fans are. Mm-hmm. Now, Trev, we mentioned whiskey. And uh, this is drinking whiskey with any crab. Now, who's. What are so we drinking? New, spon- new sponsor here, a little Watertown whiskey, all the way from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's available in a few stores here in the South Bay. Yeah. A little coconut whiskey to keep me, you know, hydrated at the same time exactly. when you're dehydrating. Oh, um, yeah, ahead of the hangover. Fact? Exactly, <laughs> it's a fact. It's been proven. It's been proven. Coconut <laughs> hydrates. And yeah, try some out on the rocks is kind of the way to go. I won't lie, it's pretty good. It's like a has enough of that flavor it's almost like having a coconut old-fashioned yep sure yeah sure good to go good for now so we got the yeah the post post game drink (laughs) (laughs) i'm into it yeah what's the uh what's the sally like with theo after a big win well he rarely gets to celebrate so (laughs) he was able to celebrate um no wife and kids there, so he was able to come out with us and have a good time. Nice. Streeter's Tavern, Chicago. Yep. It's like the, the shellback of Chicago, yeah. basically. <laughs> uh, it's a, a fun lot of good bars and clubs there. And, there, and then we, year, yeah. Streeter's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
there's so many good spots out there, but just kept it the same and went back to Streeters and had a good time. Uh, most of the, a lot of people showed up, like players and fans, and so it was pretty cool. Shout out to it, it, uh, hype man Andy. Yep. Shout out it, Andy Nelly Nelly sells. It looked like uh, the fans showed up in Chicago. Dude, that was they're always great there. Yeah, that yeah. was like, They might have, besides Southern California, they have the best I think fan base for. AVP. Yeah, it's a that's a no brainer. That's the best event outside of California. Yeah, like hands yeah. down. And it has some history. I just wish they, like what we were talking about with Bug, just like have some kind of like thing that's like permanent, yeah. you know? Or even like a cool award. Like Dude, a, a, yeah. a, listener, a Chicago, like a bat or something. I don't yeah. know. Well, like a, a listener, cub bat. A listener uh, heard that episode and so he pitched different prizes for each stop. And oh, he said that you should get like, um, you know, Chicago's like famous for the bean. Uh huh. Like if your trophy's like, a bean. Like How many a beans bean. you got? <laughs> yeah. A, a mirror bean. Yeah. That might be a little expensive for AVP. I mean, maybe. I, I don't mean, know. Probably. I saw. I was in CBS and there was oh, there beans, was beans for sale. <laughs> yeah. Like different size beans for oh, sale. Oh, there yeah, so you could get like. So they just got to go to CBS. You could get a yeah. bean. Get your. Like, <laughs> That's a perfectly right in AVP's budget, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I think that'd be kind of fun. That's yeah, a great like, idea. Yeah. Good job. I forget uh, what listener pitched that, but. Great job. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Where does Chicago stand on like places to win? I mean Manhattan's obviously number one. Like we're just that's out of the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's take Manhattan out of the off the tour. <laughs> yeah. And then Because it, it's the given. It's yeah. the best crowd, it's the best Chicago's, one to win. Yeah. Chicago over Hermosa Chicago. would be my thought. Because obviously Atlanta's a gold series. They gave it the label, but for me Hermosa carries more weight because it's Cali, it's right yeah. here. I mean, you can base. call something a gold series, but it doesn't make it yeah, more meaningful. Well, it needs some history to yeah. it, too. Yeah, that's a toss-up, Hermosa and Chicago. Really? I think I would have thought it would have been um, Hermosa, no question. No, it's it's close. I think just it's just like you know the fan base there, then the the backdrop. It's sick. It's and then just to to travel and to hang out in Chicago is all is a bonus too, you know. Um, but it's also nice, obviously, just rolling down the street from home playing in, in the tournament here um but yeah i mean hopefully hopefully they both stick around for a while because i know that hermosa got uh x'd out for a little bit there and yeah. brought back yeah, and then, for real. um yeah luckily chicago has stuck around for a while yeah it's just a bummer we gotta get uh gotta find a way to get hermosa away from stad yeah that's oh, what yeah, twi- that's, twice in a row hermosa's conflicted point. with stad which like for me i'm like great <laughs> yeah, no way 100 <laughs> percent no, they need to fix that. Yeah. yeah. Whoever this new management is or whatever the hell is going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's some BS. Yeah. But I'm surprised that uh, Chicago would be that high. That's awesome. Yeah. Chicago is the one place that I still haven't made a main draw. Just <laughs> it oh, just right. eludes me every year. <laughs> Midwest, bro. I know. I love it. It's the one. You and Rafi. You want it too Me bad. Me and Rafi. <laughs> he wants it too bad. I did win a tournament in Chicago. Probably the hardest tournament I've ever won was the Navy Pinex Gold. With Rafi. With Rafi. Yeah. Yeah. Because we played Cody Caldwell Rafi's and DR. Rafi's from Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had to play like Cody Caldwell and DR for 13th in the, in the contenders. <laughs> That's a pretty good team yeah. for 13. Jeez. We just grinded. <laughs> Don't miss that. You're about to hit the world tour again? Are yep. you guys going to Paris? Paris. Okay. Paris and the world champs. Yep. 
Kind of go to Europe and then back to Mexico. Yeah, I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering what teams would do if you guys would, would make the trip just to come all the way back. Do What's the your time guys' zone pool thing. again for Worlds? We have Andre George from Brazil. And then you guys U- beat them once already. Yeah, you? 1 and 0 sure. this year. And then Ukraine, haven't played them. And then the sneaker, the sleeper from Gambia. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my guys. You're good. You know them? Yeah. Where'd I, you play uh, them? When I was traveling with A-Rob, um, they played in the Doha One Star. That those, team? Yeah. And so they, it was like the bubble days. Uh, and so we were just stuck there together for a week. So I got lunch with them like every day. So you have the scouting report. Super athletic. Yeah. It's like a team that you would see, like a really athletic team in like a CBVA where they're the number two seed in pool. And you're like, yeah, these guys can, they bounce it over the pier like 30 times in warmups. Just like little ball control issues. So yeah. the opposite of peer bouncers on the opposite of me and Theo. Then peer bouncers <laughs> against Theo is it's kind trouble. of ideal for you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but those are always like you always gotta, you can't let up. Like I remember yeah. our world champs when we oh had Iran, who they were That's a solid, good, they dude. were a solid yeah. ball control team. So yeah. a little different, right? But we also had I think another African team in there who we just smashed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget the. Did you have Thailand? No, that was no, different last. One. Okay. So different our world champs. world champs in Hamburg, we had Iran, and we freaking get smoked the first set. Yeah. We're like, all right. Well, this is <laughs> like, trouble. <laughs> here we go. And luckily, we pulled it out pretty it close, right? Yeah. I the third set, I think. 15 12 or something. Yeah. Maybe something like that. But they were solid. And then um, you always have to, like. Yeah. Don't know, sleep on those don't guys. Don't sleep on any team well luckily we don't have any sleepers in our pool we're going to take a quick break from the show not just any break this is the waiakea water break now waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long not just with any ordinary water this is hawaiian volcanic water and all those bottles you saw what's really cool is that they're made up of 100 percent post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic so what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, YIKEA donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at YIKEA.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at YIKEA.com. This podcast is also brought to you by AG1. That's right. It is the absolute best nutritional supplement on on the planet no question about it try and i we push our immune systems to the absolute limit tries traveling all over the place i have a newborn so i'm not sleeping and yet we're both always healthy and that's honestly because we start our days with ag1 every single day it's the first thing i do i make my morning coffee i put a scoop of ag1 right into a little mixer throw some creatine in there as well drink that first thing in the morning and my immune system is off the charts. I've been healthy ever since we started using this, which is about two years that we've been sponsored by AG1. I started drinking it because I knew when I was on the road, I needed to get my veggies in. AG1 is the absolute perfect supplement for that. It is a daily habit. I drink it literally every single day. Try does too. We've got a little travel package that we bring on the road with us. It is the 
Number one supplement for nutrition. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies, and a huge part of that starts with optimizing whole body health. And that's exactly what we do. It has 75 high-quality ingredients that give me the key daily nutrition and support energy, focus, strength, clarity, you name it. I write with it. I podcast with it. I commentate with a lot more clarity because of it. And yes, I stay healthy on the court because of it. Now, if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packets with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com sandcast. I'll say that one more time. That is drinkag1.com sandcast to get your deal today. So check it out. It's honestly the best supplement I've ever tried, and I've tried an awful lot. AG1 is the only way to go. This podcast is also brought to you by Wilson Volleyball, the greatest volleyball on the planet. There's no doubt about it. I know there's a, a couple different manufacturers out there, but Wilson is number one. The NCAA uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. The AVP uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. We love it here in the United States. We love it on the AVP tour, and we're seeing it infiltrate a bunch of domestic tours all over the world. You know why? Because Wilson makes the absolute best ball in the world. It's great. It's weatherproof. you got the optics spin technology, so you can be passing jump serves as well as Tri does. I'd say I do, but I don't pass jump serves as well as Tri does. He's been winning tournaments because he's been training with Wilson's, and it's time to get your restock middle of the summer. Summer's just getting started here in the U.S., and so the beaches are going to be open. There's volleyball to be played, and it is to be played with a Wilson volleyball. So put in an order using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20. That'll get you 20% off all Wilson orders. That's huge. So get your volleyballs, get your ball carts, get your ball bags, get all of your Wilson equipment today using SANDCAST-20 at Wilson Volleyball. Yeah, your Chile, too, is, our, is yeah. our worst, you guys, our lowest yeah. seed. We got Ellers Vikla, yeah. who I haven't beat yet. And who's my third team? You got Chile... Oh man, Come they're pretty on, good. Travis. Someone good. You gotta know I my forget. pool. Bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else pretty damn good. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the toughest men's pool by there's, far. There's that that, and then there's one other that's pretty tough. And that got the um, the French team as their fourth. Oh, that's that right. Yeah, wild yeah. Card team. That oh, team. Okay. They kind of fell Kine off the map Rotary. a little. Like they started no. real hot. Bas oh, Basro and yeah. Basro. Yeah. I have yeah, a feeling it's because they're gonna. Get the wild card for the Olympics, so they don't even need to play. Oh, yeah, right. Those dudes are—they have a full deck of wild cards oh, at this yeah. point. <laughs> BS, all these. They already ha have a few. Yeah, I mean, they got. Oh, they're gonna get Paris. Who's they got get, Paris. They already got Paris Elite Sixteen. They got World Champs and they're gonna get a World Champ. And I think one. Wait, maybe. they got a World Champ wild card. Yeah. And then they're gonna get a Paris Olympic wild card. Or I'm talking about Paris for the elite they got for the main trial. Right, but who's gonna they're get probably, the Paris yeah, Olympic? Yeah, they're probably one. gonna get that. Oh my. God, here's yeah. here's a and freaking gift wrapped they, career and last for Last year when they started yeah. playing, Jesus. straight from indoor. Last year when they started playing, they got I think Hamburg and Paris main draw, and then they got the wild card qualifier for maybe the Maldives. Wait, what? These guys have gotten already like five wild cards. Yeah, well, you've gotten resets zero in my yeah. entire career. But I mean, the U.S. doesn't host events. Like we're never going to get wild right. cards. Right, I got one. Climbing. And I won the tournament. Rosie. 
Me and Mayor. Oh. <laughs> Three-star Lucerne, Switzerland. We got the wild card and we won the tournament. But that was when we were hosting events. That was when we were hosting the Fort Lauderdale Major. True. That was the last year we had the tournament. Yeah. 2018. Oh, but if you don't host events, like Thanks a lot. no one likes you're you. never getting wild yes. cards. Unless yeah. you're Alex Klein. That's fair. Yeah, what? And then you have a pretty gone. good case. <laughs> so you just got to win Olympic gold. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or be Casey Patterson used to get a bunch. Granted, we were hosting events back then. Yeah. But I think it was more because he's popping lock and yeah, hey, come on player. <laughs> <laughs> but Andy, Andy and Miles's pool is sneaky tough because the team that just has the FIVB flag, it's this Venezuelan it team. It said like Venezuela. it said like Peter and Gary or yeah, something. Yeah, I was so <laughs> like, confused. And yeah. Peter and Gary, <laughs> they're good. Like what? Yeah, they won a futures and a couple like local events. If you win a futures, like you're a decent team. Like the beat the Huertas yeah. and yeah. you know how to play volleyball. Yeah, we had what Colombia last Doesn't year. Doesn't sound like it'll be a problem. We had Thailand, Thailand, Thailand and, and Colombia. We had a good pool because yeah. we got the one seed. But the Thailand <laughs> team, <laughs> we almost we were like out of the tournament <laughs> to like six seed in the yeah. tournament. Yeah, and then, and we, then we got started, karma. Yeah, karma, karma hit crushed us. me with COVID. Yeah, <laughs> we had a good draw too to get to quarterfinals yeah we had oh my Luingi, god what Puningi. a <laughs> what a then, like two weeks and then dude. we had <laughs> estonia dude we could have like got to the freaking <laughs> we're on metal the, rounds we're just after killing not being time in the, in the amalfi coast before that with yeah. tito <laughs> oh man that's i think one of you was due for a tough pull after the last year after and not this being guy got this it. year <laughs> Karma. Yeah. Jeez. i was talking to uh gabby about it i don't know where you were um i was like try was kind of due and she was like but they got covid i was like they shouldn't have been in the tournament anyway yeah. well, well i mean we shouldn't have been in that top seed yeah, yeah. but we should, we have, been should in have been in the yeah. tournament i don't even understand how we fell off so fast from the rankings out of world champs and it did not seem it was just timing yeah like old points and new points and just like what how are we out out of and we didn't play that bad except for turkey we did yeah like and when we needed to yeah and then now like i don't understand how many european teams get in like do you know like how did I friggin seidel and pristouts get in and lupo and rossi that i don't know dude like because I, they take i think they take like eight <clears throat> continental bursts for just for um europe so the trickle down from that must have been huge. Yeah. Because, like, DeGroote and Luini weren't going to use a bid. Anders and Christian weren't going to use, like, it must have trickled all the way down. Because I was wondering that, too, like, how Lupo and Rossi got in. Yeah. It's it's complicated. Did Schachter Deering get in? Yeah. Through Norseka. Norseka. Yeah. But we only get two, or no, we get four Norsekas. Four. So I think Europe must get eight then. Yeah. And. For some. I think it makes sense. Like. Yeah. In terms of talent. For sure. Right. That's fair. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Asia's getting kind of deep, too. Are they? Yeah, like, they get... Because both Australia teams weren't in the top uh, 23. Yeah. Now They're second and third team. Yeah. So they must have both got the continental berths. Yeah, because Hodges and Schubert, they won. They were No, well, they were top 23, though. Okay. And they also won Asian champs, so I think that might have trickled. Oh, you get an automatic bid for that. I think so. So that probably trickled. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about our new sponsor, Gooder. I've been looking for a cheap, affordable, awesome pair of shades for the longest time since I've been playing on the AVP since 2018. And finally, 
I have found them in Gooder. I love these sunglasses. They're super lightweight. They're comfortable. They're stylish. I love them. I got two pairs. I have an all black ginger soul. Yeah, they got some nice, funny, witty names. And then I got some blue mirrored lenses. Mick and Keith's Midnight Ramble. They're 100% polarized. That's keeping the sun out of your eyes. They're easy to clean. If you're active and running, they don't slip. They don't bounce. They get you everything you want in sunglasses. Gooder has it. They're stylish. And guess what? They're 25 bucks. So yeah, so if you break them or as I did, if you lose some in a tragic kayaking accident in Alaska, we can just replace them for 25 bucks. They come with a one-year warranty, a 30-day free return, 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and for all those folks who out there who love the environment, like all of us beach volleyball players do, they are 100% carbon neutral company. It's a plus one percenter for the for the whole planet. Now, to get if you want to support the show, and by listening, you're already supporting. But if you want to support it extra and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving Sandcast listeners free shipping on your first order. So you can go to gooder.com/sandcast and use the code Sandcast to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. So find your pair at gooder.com slash sandcast and use code sandcast to get free shipping, ladies and gentlemen. I also want to take a second to talk about our new sponsor, Ice Barrel. Listen, cold water is something that I have used every single day for years and years and years. It gives you better recovery and performance, which is phenomenal for both athletes and non-athletes alike. It, re- it improves your mood and your brain health. That's why I do it first thing every morning. I pop in that ice barrel first thing in the morning, immediately in the best mood. I'm writing great. I'm podcasting. I'm playing awesome. That's because I'm just in a great mood. My body's recovered. It activates the nervous system. Pain relief and management? Pain? gone. It reduces inflammation, which is clutch for us. I'm practicing on the beach five days a week. I'm lifting five days a week. That's 10 workouts per week. I'm I'm exercising around 20 to 30 hours per week. It's wild. It reduces stress. It improves your heart rate variability, which is a key indicator for recovery. And so this ice barrel, it's available in two colors, black or we have the desert tan. And Try and I are both six foot five. It fits both of us Easily, not at the same time, but we can go fully immersed in the water. It's portable and lightweight. Trust me, I carried it from my house all the way to Tri's. Super easy. It's ultra durable. It's covered by a lifetime warranty, and it resists color fading. It's compact. It has a small footprint. We fit it in Tri's little recovery room next to his sauna. It's got a sleek design that looks awesome, and it's super comfortable. I mean, I was freezing. For the five minutes that I get in there every morning, but it's really comfortable to hang out in there. It's easy to drain and clean. The ice barrel lets you maintain the most natural position to fully immerse yourself up to the neck, reap the maximum benefits. And guess what? For all those environmental people out there like myself, it is 100% recycled material. It's non-toxic. It's BPA-free. It's medical grade, and it's built to last a lifetime. And for all those Americans listening, it's built in the USA. Now, it's also super affordable. It's got a 100% satisfaction rate guaranteed 30-day money back if you don't like it which you will you won't need that 30-day money back anyway and returns are accepted within 30 days now you can use a firm to get your ice barrel for as low as $75 per month all right now cold exposure as I said it's one of the greatest things you can do for your body. I highly recommend it. So if you're looking for a better way to reset your body and mind and begin your cold therapy journey, try Ice Barrel and get $150 off. 
All right, that's $150 off. So go to icebarrel.com, use the code SANDCAST. That's icebarrel.com and use the code SANDCAST for $150 off your order. All right, so get colder, feel better, check it out. Let me know what you think. Are you guys ready for the absolute best advertising copy of any podcast you'll ever hear? Here we go, because fresh ball fall is upon us, and you need to be in the festive spirit. So light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls look nice with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Now, nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. So get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using code SANDCAST for 20% off plus free shipping. Now, listen, it's a high-risk affair when you're doing some trimming, all right, when you're going below the waist. And you know what? You just need Manscaped. It's going to help you with your confidence. Trust me. It's going to help. Now, it's time for nice flannels and cozy socks, but we can't forget to trim our balls. By now, you've heard of them. But it's time to join the 9 million, that's right, 9 million men worldwide using Manscaped and get the kit that covers it all, the Performance Package 4.0. It starts with a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with advanced skin-safe technology, thank goodness, that reduces nicks and cuts to make raking the leaves a lot less painful. Plus, the lawnmower is a technical masterpiece. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and a built-in 4,000K LED spotlight to help you see parts of your body you haven't looked at in years. Now, once you've cleared the driveway, the performance package comes in hot with products to cool you down, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver, Ball Spray Toner, one to prevent stink and one to clear it up. With a soothing aloe vera formula, move over pumpkin spice, fresh balls are the smell of the season. The performance package 4.0 caps it off with two free gifts. That's right. You get two free gifts. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. That's one to hold your Manscaped goodies and one to hold your man goodies. So bring in the fall right and get 20% off and free shipping with the code SANDCAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SANDCAST. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. Little trickle, the old trickle down, <laughs> the and then trickle. our trickle down doesn't happen for us. Miles no. and Andy <laughs> went to Guatemala. We went to Guatemala and screwed Chase and Miles. Chase and Miles. Oh yeah, that's right. No yeah. trickle but for the U.S. They're gonna be. They're in our position last year, right? Aren't they the first two men? Yeah. So they could be a one seed. They could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Tlaxcala is not far. If you oh sh- no, they're going. I, I think they? I think Chase said they're going. They're gonna be sitting on site. Yeah, I mean, it's like a $250 ticket. You might as well. Oh, yeah. Down the street. I think the last two or three world champs, they said that there's been a, a withdrawal. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, last year there was Adrian one. got the year before, right? Yeah. Wasn't that when he, like, drove over that night, like, through the night? <laughs> through, the night. <laughs> through the night. <laughs> White knuckling yeah. it. Through the, <laughs> through the dangers. Through the European dangers. The <laughs> <laughs> With his passport, it's, it is a little... <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny the pacing of the different events. Like World Champs is one match. Yeah, I'll take one cube. Uh, I'll take one too, Trey. World Champs like one match every other day. Yeah, like, that's, you, that's nice. How do you handle that as a player? Like that would drive me insane. Like I would need to play like two practice matches a day on the off day. I Yeah, I don't mind it. 
um, I've always never minded like one match a day, just in terms of like sleep in, then do like, you know, activation in the morning and then, um, cause that's how like, you know, basketball was, you know, you have mm-hmm. just one game at night. You're just kind of do a shoot around in the morning and right. then go eat lunch and take a nap. Or, yeah. Whatever. Just chill. Yeah. Watch TV, listen to music and then then slowly start to get amped Thanks, for the for the game yeah i don't know it's same as indoor volleyball that's right same as true. like any other any sport, other sport. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah, we're the true. only sport that's playing like multiple matches in yeah, does a day tennis do that? no Mm-mm. heck one. no they Honestly, do one every and for their majors days. they play one days. day off and then yeah. play again and their majors, the majors are like multiple weeks at a time weeks. sometimes i don't yeah. think it's like necessarily way more valuable for fans to be like oh i can watch them play twice in one day it's like if they go and show up and watch us play with full energy like that was it we filled their cup they yeah they're stoked yeah like they why do we need to be like grinding be like oh look at this warriors like out in the heat all day long just grinding yeah <laughs> like i don't think that's that cool i think the tough part is one getting fan attendance for like world champs is the sixth to the fifteenth, so nine days. It's that's hard to command an audience that long. Whereas if you're just doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, obviously a forty-eight team, yeah, is going to be impossible. A world championships days, is yeah, is a different story, I think. And Olympics is the same way. Yeah, granted, it's a whole games, so you have plenty to watch in between. Yeah, but yeah, that's super drawn out. I I don't mind it. Yeah. Especially when it's so big, you're not like, oh, I got to get out of here. Like, I'm so over this tournament. Right. You're like, no, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. Yeah. It should be like a one off, and you're like prepared for that specific event. There shouldn't be like eight events going into it, and you have to like pick and choose. Yeah. So it is nice that we have this break actually before. And Paris is like, you get to choose if you want to. Well, for us in qualities, it's we're in a different situation, but. Most teams get to pick and choose whether they want to use it as like a tune-up or not. Yeah. I think one of the more, one of the elements that fans are interested in is like your friendship dynamic. Yeah. It's like you were partners, now you're not. Now you're like, you're still close friends, but you're also like fighting for a spot. Yeah. It's pretty gnarly. (laughs) I I feel like, um, like just if we were younger, it was like a lot different when you're younger guys and like you're not as in check with your ego but now we have like a very like clear like leave it on the court kind of understanding unspoken thing and i don't know i feel like it's not many athletes could pull this off with like their good friends because it is super gnarly and especially with like the whole breakup me being like i want to go this direction oh fuck this is terrible (laughs) but then it had so many repercussions for his life. Whereas like mm-hmm. usually most people's careers, like you make a career choice for yourself. It doesn't freaking affect your, one of your best friends. Right. But that's just how it is for us. But I feel like we've managed it pretty nicely. And we like give each, everyone gets green light to go at each other on the court. Right. And like sarcastically, socially, <laughs> whatever, you know, there's like, there's a line that, that nobody's crossing. And I feel like we've maybe mastered it at this point. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> You seem to have a doubt. Yeah, I mean, and then I, I mean, I've already kind of gone through this too with my brother. Like, <laughs> true. I fought oh, yeah, against right. him in our last Olympic race. Yeah. After we broke up, you know. Yeah, true. Um, 
so it's yeah i'm kind of used to it and <laughs> just yeah just everything gets left on the court and we're all friends afterwards and like life is life you know and volleyball <laughs> is volleyball yeah so there's not many like it would be really difficult i think for other athletes to do it like i was watching the magic johnson thing and like him and isaiah thomas were literally best friends yeah and it was like boom not talking we're not friends anymore like this is just because literally what happened on the court like they got in each other's face they started competing super hard and it was like we can't we can't manage both you know and i think i think it's more of a skill that we can you know you like really got to check your ego very often yeah and like keep it in check and like not cross that line kind of thing but at the same time like allow everyone else to be themselves and do you kind of thing yeah i thought it was really funny like when it was still kind of fresh um people were like so what's like what's the deal with trying trev i'm like well trev came over to watch basketball with us the other night so i think they're, they're all right <laughs> yeah oh yeah playoffs right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah jamal murray baby yeah oh, that's right <laughs> carrying the nuggies yeah <laughs> yeah it's an it's just the nature that's why they like oh everyone's like oh beach volleyball needs its own like tv show because it's so unique in that way yeah not a reality tv show like most people pitch <laughs> right but more of a docuseries style which is on the table yeah. at the moment by like Couple way too many different making. companies yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah it's it's just unique to our sport yeah trev i think you're uh you probably get the most like disrespect from casual fans and that they like the they watch you play and like you said you're the anti-peer bounce guy right yeah like yeah. you're one of the least sexy winners out there where you just like Low line, no yeah. Yeah. Like you just. T- Are you, you talking about like looks wise or yeah. like his game? No, I'm the sexiest. <laughs> looks looks right? wise. Oh, Vernie, you did. Oh, you're talking about his game. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Does that ever bother you when people are like, like, why is Trevor Crab good? Uh, not really, because then like the I get to have you know the the sweeter moment at the end yeah. after you know winning or something like that, and then just kind of rubbing it in their face yeah like, kind of like chicago when he's people just, bet against me just taking receipts yeah he's always taking receipts yeah oh dude i had my boy that john, was pretty good my by boy the john way. justice did he pay you <laughs> he did oh that was your boy shout yeah. out john justice Wait, for paying me that was, thank you hey a lot of respect then, i, I okay. do not disrespect at all for making the bet yeah. as long as he paid so, up yeah. it's Johnny, all good. he sends me a screenshot he's like listen you know trev like what do you think? Is this bet good? I'm like, Trev doesn't mess around. Like, if he says bet's on, bet's on. He's like, would Trevor pay? I was like, if you asked to collect, I think Trevor probably would have paid. Yeah, me. if he asked to collect, for sure. Yeah. Like, because I asked to collect. But you obviously you would have let him forget about it if you forgot about oh, it. Oh, well, yeah, but he wouldn't have forgot about it, <laughs> right. you know? Like Maybe he would have been too shy to, like, call you out. Because it's, yeah. it's that, you know, little gray area of, like, making a bet, like, online or like right, through right, social right. media right yeah so i think you know both of us if you know if we went and requested or like went after the guy then yeah yeah i would i would have paid him for sure if if he hadn't done that and that's yeah, that's, that's what i told him and he was like i respect that and yeah. so I'm, I'm glad to hear that johnny paid up yeah great job respect, johnny bro. yeah now eric eric, eric did not on pay the up. other hand <laughs> <laughs> oh, eric's about to get called out <laughs> eric you make a bet a bet's a bet that's a bet bro <laughs> <laughs> just is what it is. How much does Eric owe? It was the same. Five hundred. Yeah. Ooh. 
<laughs> yeah. Don't worry that that thing's just gonna get bet on something else instantly. Well, I'll, I'll say something to clarify with the, with the Eric bet. Yeah. Um, I did message him before the finals, and and said, "Yo, I'm confirming this. If you see this or reply to this before the finals start, then the bet's on." Okay. And after the game was over, obviously later on, I look at my phone. And he replied, of course, after the game. <laughs> because I on, on social media, I had never, uh, there was never like deal like I did with, right. with John. Right, right, right. right. Um, so it was a little more gray area in that. But I did reach out before and he didn't respond until <laughs> after. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not a guarantee. Yeah. But like when you're betting on yourself, you have a pretty damn good track record. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> It oh. makes, yeah, it adds just a little more, you know, motivation. And well, you mentioned, like, earlier, like, Theo needs that little. Yeah. Are you, but that, you strategically do that for yourself? For myself. You like Theo didn't even it? know about my bets. No, for sure. Yeah. I, so. I never knew about your guarantees. Like, oh, thanks, Trev. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. so that's mainly mainly for me. They're uh, definitely strategic, but, though. I I know enough about you nowadays to be like, no well, yeah, because. He knows what he's doing. We were. We were zero and two against Miles and Andy, and then after that Atlanta loss, I was super pissed. And then that's when I made that, uh, or those guys made the bets, or yeah. you know, made those comments. And I was like, all right, next, yeah, next time we're zero and two against them, there's no way I'm losing to these guys again, and just give a little extra. No, was that like a like an emotional bet? Because your your guarantee after Fort Lauderdale was was a little hot. That was a little emotional. That was emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. Sherman, take the mic away. <laughs> yeah. Especially beating you in the first round. And oh man. <laughs> when you guys yeah. drop that. <laughs> oh Trav, you're gonna oh. get he's he was already Trav was already planning out the podcast episode oh, where he gets gosh. to talk to us yeah. about it. And we didn't lose a set that time. I know. Just I like Chicago. Like, I mean Theo we, came didn't lose we came the closest to taking a set. Yeah, you came the closest, so then <laughs> <laughs> and Avery and Phil came the closest to taking a set off us. That yeah. match was funny. It always feels good. I gotta say this to to beat Phil now because right. of all the times he yeah. crushed us down early in my career. It's all like this like the, the career payback. the career like versus Phil in case someone pulls that stat yeah. like years ago it'd be like so embarrassing. Yeah. Be like yeah. one for ten or one for fifteen. <laughs> now it's like you just get to slowly like throw some wins on that and you're like okay now it's starting to look better against the a guy on the route mount it rushmore took, dude it took me like four from when i first started to like four years till i beat phil well but really? you and you and arguably your best partner ever steve oh <laughs> oh wait no you I, and steve i'm not counting down. that loss that was my first tournament I'm but you not, took him to I'm three not, no we right. beat him you beat him but, but rosie I'm threw not, his back out i'm not really counting that as yeah as a legit win but that was pretty great. Wait, but why? Yeah, what, was, what happened? Rosie threw his back out before the tournament, um, and yeah, we beat them in the first round of two thousand, like two thousand fourteen or something. But since then, I was like four years straight of just getting crushed by Phil, <laughs> like in finals and here and there. And then now it's like beating him a few times this year with Avery three times, and yeah, it feels good. It's kind of similar <laughs> yeah. with Allison too, like. Uh, all-time record against Allison. Mine was decent because me and Hayden had a decent record, but like, mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to even that thing out over the last few events. Him and Billy are playing good though. Like that's 
I know it's you're a not dangerous. Getting, it's a dangerous. I know you're thing. not getting like 2016 Alisson, but god dang, he's such a good blocker. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't. I think I'm undefeated. Is I've only also, played him once internationally. Oh, really? Me and you, we played him in Alvaro in like China. I don't even remember. And oh yeah, that I was the only time that. I played him international. That's right. And then now three times this year with really? Billy. Oh. So <laughs> only, only uh, <laughs> yeah. Claim that I'm one. claiming right, right undefeated right versus uh, one of the That's best like ever. Me. I claim undefeated against Raji, and no, not Manuel. Actually, I think he got me once. Undefeated like, against Raji's good. I got Raji. Yeah, but it was like I mean. You got him with like Stafford. No, Raji Stafford. <laughs> Ra- <laughs> Stafford's getting lickings Stafford's on this episode. Getting, Jesus. I mean, yeah. Respect, but that was bro. That, that, that time period. No, I was gonna Raji say Raji uh, Ryan, but whatever. You could. Dory. We can just crush Stafford down if we want. Do or tie. Stafford, I love you. I owe you a lot for hooking us up with the apartment. Yeah, jeez, you're living in his house and just <laughs> roasting him. I freaking love Stafford. <laughs> He's got. We should bring him back on the on the pod. Just solid dialogue. I feel like he's got some good post career dialogue. Great dialogue you know, coming back. He does. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I love like whenever he chimes in on Instagram, it's always something perfect. Yeah, exactly. He just. I, I always forget that he's like still out there and paying attention. Then he'll just drop the perfect comment. Yeah, <laughs> he's paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Kind of like your partner, Theo. Theo's sneaky funny. Yeah, with his everyone comments. says that. It's kind of funny. <laughs> he's or yeah you he disagree no it's just annoying it's taking it's annoying. away the limelight <laughs> 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 no everyone's always like oh your partner he's so funny like he cracks me up all the time you're like oh what about me i'm like he's not that funny dude. he's, he's not just, that funny he's I'm, just a nerd i'm not he's just a straight nerd i'm not high-fiving him anymore <laughs> yeah that was kind of funny the that post was so uh, good i did i was up in the stands with a drink looking at trev when he looked up after the post he did, after Theo got a block. Yeah. And then the photo of him just ignoring Theo. <laughs> the, yeah, the video is great. I, some guy posted the whole match on YouTube, and then you see Theo just run up to me, and, like, I turn away, and he just, like, air fives. <laughs> and then, like, trots back to the net. <laughs> He's used to, it's like, um, I remember when I played basketball, my basketball teammates would be like, Bro, stop high-fiving me. What are you doing? Like, this is too much. Because in volleyball, you're just so used to oh, the right. point, and then indoor. you high-five six yeah. people. And it's just it's like, Indoor volleyball is so yeah. like, It's too much high-fiving. We've got to come in, and we got to do a group hug. It's like one point. I think Theo maybe is still in his indoor phase. For sure. It's part, of, it's part of the culture of indoor volleyball. Just that <laughs> come together and just... High five Trev has other. animosity just saying the word indoor yeah. volleyball. Indoor volleyball. I hate it. It was indoor. a dumb sport. <laughs> Except for JOs. JOs was fun. Back when I had a shoulder and hit a ball. With your freaking headband. Yeah. He wore he wore like a basketball headband. Oh, I thought love it was it. all cool. Jeez. <laughs> What'd you play indoor? Right outside. Outside? Outside? Yeah. Outside. All I could do was hit. I play your oppo for uh No. Yeah, he was like a jumper actually in high school. Like he could dunk before. Well, you he still could dunk better than have people. a sneaky vertical. Oh no, yeah, you sneaky. can. You can yeah. jump. It's when I need like, to. You know. Yeah. <laughs> when I know I'm not gonna just go choppy line or choppy. <laughs> I think when you don't hit, when you don't hit super hard, people kind of forget that you're jumping high. Yeah. And then once you're like trying to touch like the high line or like you're hitting high lines over people, it's like, oh, he must be up there. Like, yeah. You can't really like get that trajectory without like. Yeah. being up high because your shots 
don't go up. Like your all your shots are flat. Yeah. You can't do that if you're jumping like a right. handful of inches. But I think people assume you jump high if you hit hard. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just hit those flat chops. It's maddening to people. You know what's funny is that uh, you are Miles Partain's favorite player. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Like the, <laughs> the confidence, the vision, like he never miss hit shots. And I feel like I've seen, yeah. I've seen him miss a few. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his favorite player too. <laughs> a little different style, <laughs> slightly. Well, he's a great. I mean, he's the future of our our sport, our USA. You know, yeah, bro. So he's he's crazy. Really good. The the way that his when you see his Instagram posts, I'm like. Oh, all right. I guess I'm going to get the notepad out here. And like, <laughs> oh, Miles posted something. I want to see what's happening right here. Where's the game at? Like, yeah. what's he, 22? It's insane. 21, 22? Something like that, yeah. He's uh, he's 21. Yeah. Cause, well, that's what happens when we have too much whiskey on the podcast. We have some technical difficulties. Yeah, I try to keep so, an eye on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back. <laughs> we're back. We had a great conversation, you guys, and you'll just never know. Yeah. We talked what about it was. Sander flipping double birds. That's true. Talking about Sean Cook, trash oh, yeah. talk game getting solid. Oh, you guys missed out on that. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry about that. Yeah. Technical difficulties. It was good. <laughs> Who do you guys think good. is the best, some of the best dialogue on tour now? Because it's starting, I feel like it's starting to come up. You got, I mean, obviously, you three, you two plus Tay, Sander's good. Yeah. Sean Cook's Bringing some energy. I haven't really experienced Sean Cooks. I've only okay. seen like a little, because he has a lot of social energy. Yeah. Social media energy. But I haven't experienced it face to face. You know who's I kind of liked was Evan Corey. But I feel like he kind of like grounded himself. Was like, I'm going to like try to respect these guys a little more like yeah. early on. But I feel like Evan would like go at you in the beginning. And yeah, he doesn't come back seem out to do early. that anymore with Troy. Well, his I think, yeah. When the results are there, when he's winning, like I think he raised his bar pretty high, mm-hmm. and he's not like hitting it. A so sophomore it's slump. Yeah, I mean, yeah. reasonable. Yeah. But Corey, Evan Corey is, uh, I like his dialogue. Yeah, he's got some good. We talked about Hagen. Hagen's solid. It's not necessarily. Yep. Is it dialogue or is it more? I feel like Hagen's more like energy, not dialogue. Yeah. He'll talk a little. I love Frischman. Yeah, he'll talk a little. Frishy Frisch. He, uh, what happened when you were I blocked him and, like, didn't turn around. Like, I, it wasn't even, like, it wasn't a stare down at all in my mind. But I didn't turn. I just, like, blocked it and, like, watched it to the floor and was, like, you know, just took a while to turn. And he came under the net. I was like, hey, bro, we're, fr- <laughs> we're friends, bro. You don't fr- you don't stare at <laughs> me down like that, bro. Never stare. Like, some, like very serious. Yeah. I was like, Frisch, bro. Uh, you got me wrong, but I hear you. I hear you, buddy. <laughs> and then I he just that. fully calmed down. Yeah. But he fully got in my face. Was like, you don't do that to me, bro. Never stare me down. <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> like, or, or whatever it was. It was respectful. I, I liked it. Yeah. But it was very Chase Frischman. Yeah. Know? Like, don't F with me, but like, I respect you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, I didn't even look at you. Like, yeah. I got glasses on. I was just looking at the ball hitting the sand. <laughs> Trev, do you have any nominees? Uh, who else? Has it been funny for you to go from playing with a guy who's going to chirp like Try to Theo, who's just going to be mostly making fun of himself? Would you even consider? 
I feel like my dialogue's a little interesting. Like relative to our I never sport, initiate. I, think I don't really initiate ever, right? Yeah, I was. I, don't know. I, don't, I think yeah. I fed off yours yeah, a little I too. I got excited. <laughs> yeah, and Theo is. That's why, like now, I'm like I get to like when I celebrate. Sometimes it's just like with myself and the crowd. <laughs> it's like with the crowd. I talked about this with Riley yeah. uh, in our interview thing, and it's just like it's it's a different feeling. Like it's just as good. Like sometimes. And then just every now and then, Theo will get left out with that air fire. <laughs> but he already, he knows it too. Like he's I've seen a couple other videos where I'm like, like flexing on the crowd, and he's coming, and he just like comes by me and like taps me on the butt or something yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> so it's it's I mean it's it's great. It, yeah. yeah, it's just the different personalities. Yeah, but it's so funny to see how it shows itself on the court when you have like a Theo who's more like. He's not gonna. He's not gonna take that. Like even if he bounce blocks, he's not gonna go to the crowd and like worship me. You know that kind of yeah. vibe. It's more. He's like going straight for the high five. Whereas Trev's like, no, I'm owning this. Yeah. I, if you block it, I'm. I made the it, good actually. serve and got them out of system. Yeah, I popped a little short serve in there, and then you stuffed them, and then I felt starts the need with to, the serve. I felt the need to flex down and point. <laughs> Oh, because we started that conversation by Lottie delivering on social media. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how it started. Got, yeah. That got cut out yeah. on the memory card. Yeah. So if you want to refresh everyone, Lottie delivering. Because uh, that's why did. I didn't watch much of Chicago. And so what I'll say is that the men's social media game, it, right. it, it delivered. I just feel like like everyone's throwing out plenty of dialogue, but Lottman's the only one not like sarcastically joking yeah <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> we're all just kind of dialoguing here dude yeah but he actually takes offense to it and i think what we talked about earlier was that indoor is more buttoned up and whatnot yeah and so like when reed came out and who uh, you i think it was you're the one who first talked trash to him really bad and, yep. and he freaked out like fully pan like not panic but like came under the net like we have a problem yeah i'm like bro <laughs> welcome to the beach dude this is just how it is yeah and that's that's why we were talking about this. Yeah. I feel like it's just the extension of the baby court where you can just talk shit and then the player's tent, you're like, oh, Dude, that was fun. I've told that story before where I went to college and I started playing beach. I never played beach on the mainland, really. And then we went and played this frat league thing. And I just obviously it was destroying everyone. And I was like, <laughs> and then when you're on the beach, you run your mouth. So yeah. I was just going at people and they're just like, dude you're such a dick like, you're being an <laughs> ass i was like what do you mean like we're competing like this is not normal yeah and i like had to realize like oh this like what we did back home like wasn't wasn't dude, normal yeah. i guess yeah. that was just us <laughs> so and then funny. he kind of just like no that's so much. what i'm gonna do either way yeah we talked so much shit as kids like <laughs> remember reese like freaking out like throwing rocks at us. i remember reese throwing <laughs> rocks at us yeah because we like someone beat him or he lost on his at the birthday party or yeah. Yeah. punching the coconut trees like yeah. fully like full tantrums like freak out go for like a week without talking to your best friend and then then hey, you hey, squash can I come it over and play Halo? Then it's squashed yeah randomly yeah. it just goes away and then it's back to normal what about uh partain and banish they're good andy's always got a little bit going yeah, on it's it's hilarious the whole the whole like what did he say that one time? Is it um, too small? Yeah. Too small, small little boy. boy. He, he said, was talking too to small the, little yeah. boy. Does he still do like, that to you guys? No? When you play him? Uh, 
I don't know if I haven't played him since Huntington. But did he do that to you then? Yeah, he said too small little boy. Because he was doing but that, like super quietly. He did that to us last year when we played um, okay. me and Phil. Yeah, last when we year. lost them. Um, but uh, he's every match this year against them. They're both super quiet. Yeah. So maybe it's just against you. That no, he it's, says no that. it's just me. <laughs> well, I was, they were beating us. Like we had a bad, bad energy kind of, or not bad energy, but like I could feel them having the momentum. So I was like, all right, let's see like if I can at least create some energy through the net and see if they And then engage. kick Miles through the net. And then, yeah, see if I can <laughs> kick Miles and see if I can engage. And this is, Andy's still, he, he's putting his time, but like he's still proving himself this year before he made on went on this run yeah and he made it a point to be like i'm not i'm i'm happy to engage in these yeah. kinds of things um the dialogue itself wasn't like veteran dialogue you know the, yeah but it made me laugh and he definitely also like was like i need to stand up for my teammate who i know is not going to speak yeah up. yeah so it was good and he's I wouldn't say he has great dialogue, but he's certainly willing to engage. Yeah, he's coming up. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> perfect. It makes it way more entertaining for mm-hmm. the fans. Like As someone who watches it, I love it when teams yeah. start to get a little chirpy. Oh, yeah, it for sure. It makes it way more fun. But people fan. get really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like A lot of women, like Gabby, my wife, she hates it. It just makes her so uncomfortable to think that people don't like each other. And, like, you know, she's so, like, compassionate. I feel like... There's a lot of people out there who just don't understand how we can go at each other like emotionally, I guess, and like cross that line and then be okay. Yeah. But we can. Somewhat. Like it's, yeah. it's <laughs> There's a, a line though. There is a line. It's a distinctly male trait. I okay. Think. So yeah, fair. anytime that's I'm fair. watching a match and that happens, I'm like just loving it. More <laughs> invested in the match after seeing that. Yeah. You know. Um, and I'm sure that's how a lot of the other fans are who do you do you feel like your favorite athletes growing up were always those kinds of athletes yeah yeah for sure uh like i was obviously a kobe fan and yeah he was mm-hmm. big trash talker mj reggie miller reggie miller i reggie didn't really Miller's care like for reggie miller trash talker. yeah mark, and obviously mark brunel mark brunel <laughs> in football this guy was the biggest jaguars <laughs> fan back in the day <laughs> and he won't tell anyone that and he won't claim right. Jags anymore. Never. Whereas I'm still with my bikes. Just, just, just saying that. No, I mean, Bandwagon. Well, with with football, it's it's harder because you don't get the their helmets are on, so you don't see a lot of the right. trash. And you don't hear it either. As a fan, yeah, yeah, you don't hear it either. With basketball, you know, it's always usually there because then I don't know. There's I don't really watch any. Who's the best? Was Kevin Garnett? Yeah, he was. Nuts. Yeah, the big ticket. I love yeah. the big ticket. But you gotta. Like how you got to draw the line between being a Kevin Garnett and a Dylan Brooks, where you just look yeah. stupid. Yeah, because when you try, to, like when you trash like talk, that's one of the most vulnerable things you can do. He backs, yeah, he doesn't back it up with great play. You know, yeah. Kevin Garnett was a great player. Well, here, here's the thing: is like, you go to LeBron, and you try to trash talk on national television to LeBron. Now you're stepping into his space and his his spotlight that he's earned. You haven't earned that spotlight. Mm-hmm. You're trying to steal his spotlight. Or try to like backpack his spotlight with your talk, but your play hasn't done any of it. So that's where I felt like he went wrong. Whereas if he had just like done it with his play and then started the dialogue, it would have been much better. Like him and Curry were kind of going at it for a while yeah. back in the day, but Curry had like earned the right to talk with LeBron. Like, yeah. bro, you can't talk with him. Like, he's a god and you're just an average show. Yeah. Like, 
You haven't earned that yet. Or uh, did you guys follow the U.S. Open tennis? A little bit. The yeah. young American Ben Shelton, where his thing was. Oh, tennis. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. He would hang up, the call, yeah. hang up, and then after Djokovic just smoked him. Djokovic was yeah. walking up. He was like, "See you, bud." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that only happens at the end of the game, right? As yeah. in, you know, basketball. That's why it's like the perfect trash talk sport because you're just face to face with that one guy the whole time you could literally say yeah. anything you want at yeah. any point in time and get away with it you know yeah so it's it's unlike any other sport um for trash talking yeah do you miss it basketball uh yeah Just i mean element, yeah really? i miss like yeah and it's fun you know it was really fun playing probably yeah. didn't run your mouth as much as volleyball in basketball though i would guess no it was yeah. it was a little different Plus, there's a lot of Polynesians in Hawaii playing basketball like, who were down to fight. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> oh, I for played sure. D2, I've... and there was, like, fights on the court where I'm like, oh, Dude, yeah. bro, I got to get out of here, like, <laughs> trying to dodge. Yeah, I almost <laughs> got in a few scuffles just from, you know, trash talking right to the guy. But is yeah, it's like. You almost got into a Manti? And Manti, yeah. <laughs> you manti <dude. laughs> Yeah. It's so funny. I keep forgetting that, like, guys, like, you grew up with guys like that. Yeah, because when Punahou, I watched bro. when I watched that documentary and they're like, "Oh yeah, Manta is like Punaha." I was like, "Hold on, the, I'm doing I'm doing the math right." Then he would have played with all you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one year basketball, my senior year. Yeah, he's a little younger. He's like what? He's one year younger than me. Taylor's age. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh no. In between. Oh, in between you and Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Punaha, when we were in high school or after we graduated. Maybe your senior year, you were, wasn't it voted like number one athletic high school in the country? Yeah, my senior year, we got yeah, that. Your senior year. Damn, in the country. Yeah, we still have the most state championships of any high school in the war, in the U.S. Yeah, or, it's kind of BS. Yeah, because <laughs> we have more sports. We <laughs> offer more sports to the students. Well, also yeah. you're on an island, you're also just on dominating. Hawaii. Yeah, like basketball. Yeah. Come on, you guys would get smoked. In but yeah. most high schools. But I mean, we've also had multiple professional athletes to come out like that's yeah. true you know in in every in a lot of sports like yeah. surfing volleyball yeah, uh, football true. baseball yeah. that's true so we have you know no, do private schools in hawaii compete against public at the for the states yeah okay yeah, once, not the league once you go to states, okay because yeah. maryland keeps it separate punahou is like the the uh like the patriots you know like when they're dominating they're like the patriots of hawaii like okay. I've never beat Punahou. I beat, I beat uh, Ilani in volleyball once. I beat Kamehameha in basketball D two once. Never even come close. Like I just got smoked by Punahou every time, really? no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was basically my whole team half the time. Yeah. On especially yeah. in basketball. In basketball. I had no. I had Keone. He was me and Keone. <laughs> we were good, but volleyball was me, Nick, and Sim. But. Yeah, literally never come close. So I'm just like a Puno hater, you know. <laughs> Even though I'd sneak into the weight room yeah. later and like, oh, okay. yeah, can I use your weight room? But yeah, they're just dominant for sure. Yeah, it's easy to forget that you didn't go there because yeah. like all your I boys. I try to claim it hard. We're all yeah. Punahou. Yeah, it was more outrigger. Like that was the connection, connecting yeah. piece for all of us. Yeah. If it wasn't for outrigger, I wouldn't know any of these guys or play volleyball. Hundred yeah. percent. No way. Yeah. I meant to uh, ask you, we've had eight straight outrigger guys in the Hawaii or the Hawaii finals, the Manhattan Beach Open finals. Dude. Um, what group? was it like playing Tay and watching 
Tay win his first Manhattan? Because obviously, if if like any, I feel like if any of you guys are going to lose, you'd want it to be to another Hawaiian. Yeah, could be wrong for me. For get me, get that sense. Yeah, that was like the team. If someone had to beat me, like I would have been slightly okay with or not right. super pissed off. Yeah. Like, still went out and celebrated it with him after. But if I had, if if I had been anybody else. Um, even try and came, I probably would have went home. No shell back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 9 p.m. you might have maybe peaked your head Peaked, peaked in for a quick fan of shot. Well, because <laughs> with Taylor winning, still family. You have the family claim. Yeah. Like, we got another peer. Yeah. You got the Hawaii claim. But Taylor didn't match your record. Right. right? So he's got one. Whereas if I won it, it would have matched your record. Right. So he still got that on me. So, yeah. And then it's also like when when it comes to Manhattans and the big ones, you don't want new people on the list. Right. Like you want it to stay within, you know, it's like in that a, Heisman class. Company. Yeah, elite company. Yeah. But then it's like if anyone's going to come in, okay, Sander and Taylor, like, yeah. seems kind of proper that Deserving. they're in there. And Tay was, was Tay had due. the swing. Yeah, yeah he was ago. due. He had the swing. Man, if he didn't, if he didn't get one, yeah. I would, it would hurt my soul that swing yeah. in 2018. That he couldn't get it back. Yeah, <sighs> he was he was bound to get one. Yeah, I guess that was both for me and Trev. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, if Trev wins it, then that's not good either. <laughs> I hope Bug <laughs> wins it though. I don't want. I'm doubling. I definitely you. don't want Sean Cook and them to win it or uh, Hagen and them. We don't need them yeah, on like the pier. If I was playing Hagen in the finals. Who would you cheer for? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough like if Bro, he was playing Hagen I, in the finals i would legitimately like be leaning <laughs> or like cook in the i'd finals. be leaning heavily more towards you in that because at least i'd be like okay i'll just claim hawaii card yeah yeah like there's my win yeah like no offense to those guys but like like i said you just want it to stay in elite co- you want people to have grinded and worked to get there and have earned it yeah and the bug and sandman's like legitimately in the yeah. volleyball hall of fame already as far as i'm concerned and the, so, like, that's the big ones, I feel like across any sport, the big ones, you want the best players to win. Like, yeah, I'll do a little bit more. It kills me in golf when I see a, a major one by someone that I've never heard of. I'm like, ah, like Wyndham Clark, I would have rather seen Rory. Right. Mm. And so when I, in those big momentous moments, like, I would much rather have the better team win. Yeah. It, I don't know. It just feels, it feels better to me. Red, red light still, still recording <laughs> yeah so is what it is <laughs> well trev appreciate you coming on again sorry about the memory card snafu it's all right we gotta it wasn't the drinking whiskey with the crabs episode we, of the past you know everyone too many people got married have wives to tend to <laughs> way too many people got married and kid, had kids <laughs> yeah well cheers all good we Cheers. can run Congrats one back on you know, when, Theo, when Theo has the yeah. time. We need like multiple wife OKs and mm-hmm. then we'll do it. You want to come say hi? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll fix that for you. Yeah. You want to say hi? <laughs> Speaking this of kids Uncle, and podcasts. This is Uncle Trav's episode. Trev's. You sound like Jose. No, is, is this going to be the best episode ever? Is this the best episode ever? <laughs> Can't even say yes or no. (laughs) All right, boys. Shoots. Shoots.